Hi, I'm Daniela Seliger, a partner in our Düsseldorf office. I'm joined by Doug Tween, Pierre Zelenko and Siliao, partners in our New York, Paris and Shanghai Shaosheng offices, respectively. This section of the podcast will focus on the key antitrust enforcement trends for the year to come. Authorities around the world are keen to resume their enforcement activities. So we will now discuss what we can expect to see in this next year. We'll also take a closer look at two areas where changes in 2022 will be particularly important. The first one being the implications for online sales when you're looking at the reforms of vertical rules and the second one being guidance on sustainability initiatives. I'll pass over to Pierre now, who will talk about the renewed push for enforcement at EU level. Thanks, Danny. Yes, as you say, enforcement activity in the EU is ramping up again now that the lockdown-induced slowdown has come to an end. Although we will have to see what happens next with the Omicron variant and possible new restrictions. There has already been a wave of turn rates carried out since October, probably kept in store during the lockdown period. Margaret Vestager, the European Commission Competition Chief, has described these as just the start of things to come. National authorities in Europe have also been doing down rates, for example, France, a jurisdiction that I know particularly well. In fact, this renewed push to use antitrust to make sure that markets work better for consumers is a trend that we're seeing across the globe as the world builds back better, so to speak, from the pandemic. So, Pierre, I definitely agree with you there. Although in the US, I have to say that enforcement activity is probably a step above just the resumption of normal service. The Biden administration has kickstarted a policy reset to promote competition in the American economy based on, quote, aggressive enforcement of antitrust laws, close quote. And that's coming from the president. He described it as a change in approach after more than 40 years of following, again, quote, the wrong path and under enforcing antitrust laws. So the DOJ and the FTC in the US have been pretty active this year in bringing merger enforcement, having taken a number of high profile deals to court to block them, such as Aon Willis Towers Watson, Penguin Random House, Simon and & Schuster, and just recently, the US sugar acquisition of Imperial Sugar. And we certainly don't expect that to change in 2022. I think next year will really be the litmus test for antitrust enforcement in the US and whether and how the Biden administration and Lena Khan's new leadership at the US at the FTC and Jonathan Cantor's new leadership at the DOJ Antitrust Division will really be able to put this policy shift into practice with concrete enforcement steps. One other key trend we're seeing in the US is the US really taking a lead in focusing resources on targeting anti-competitive agreements in labor markets. The DOJ has filed a handful of criminal no poach and wage fixing cases in the US and there are certainly more being investigated and in the pipeline. However, none of these cases has gone to trial yet. And so the basis for them 
in a legal sense is really going to be tested over the next year or so. So that is definitely an area to watch. That's a great point, Doug. This focus on labor market will definitely continue next year. It has already spread to the EU, which has signaled a calm-down on no-put agreements and wage fixing. In China, there has also been a wider regulatory crackdown. In fact, antitrust fines soar to a record annual high of over 3 billion in 2021. This campaign against anti-competitive conduct has been especially focused on tech and the platform economy. This reflects the increasing crackdown on tech companies that Faye and others were talking about before. The two high-profile fines this year were 2.8 billion US dollars for Alibaba and 527 million US dollars for food delivery giant Meituan. Both companies were fined for abusing their dominant positions, but both cases were really unprecedented in China. Thanks, Xi. As you highlight, antitrust enforcement is really key in digital markets, and a related issue for many businesses will be changing regulation for online sales. This is particularly important in the EU because the EU's vertical block exemption regulation, the so-called VBER, and its guidelines are expected to come to force in June next year. The so-called new VBER will then apply for the following 12 years. Businesses will have a transitional period of one year until the 31st of May 2023 to ensure their distribution systems comply with the new regime. This is not a lot of time at all. So what do these changes involve? Based on the draft regulations, I want to flag two key elements. Firstly, the rules on price parity clauses and dual pricing for online and offline sales will be relaxed. That said, restrictions on use of the internet will be treated more severely and fall outside the safe harbor. Secondly, brands that sell both directly and via retailers will continue to benefit from a dual distribution exemption. However, they will be subject to a new market threshold. But one important change to note is that exemption will no longer apply to so-called hybrid platforms, such as Amazon, which compete with their users. There's also significant changes potentially coming in the UK post-Brexit. The UK will replace the VBER with a new UK vertical block exemption order in June next year. The plan is for this to retain EU content with important amendments. In practice, the UK exemption is likely to be less strict than the EU version and take a more effect-based approach. But importantly, this does mean that businesses operating in both the UK and the EU may be subject to two potentially diverging regimes. And Pierre, outside the EU, we also expect aggressive enforcement activity from numerous authorities including South Africa, India, Australia, and the U.S. For example, in the U.S., Attorney General for the District of Columbia is pursuing a challenge to Amazon's pricing policies, and other investigations in this sector are reportedly ongoing. And then turning to another key area, which has been sustainability. 
That has been a hot topic on competition policy agendas across the whole of Europe throughout 2021. And there the key question is whether competition law hinders sustainability goals and whether in fact a number of changes are needed. Now, we believe that greater clarity will hopefully come early next year. So first of all, one of the key developments will be the publication of the ECH much awaited draft revised horizontal guidelines. We believe that the updated rules there will be providing more guidance on technical cooperation and also sustainability, including on buyer cartels and also what is very important, joint purchasing alliances. The EC is also reviewing how its competition policy tools can facilitate the green transition overall. There it has signaled that it will be more open to giving guidance on a case-by-case -case basis going forward, in particular in relation to the sustainability-related cases. And also a similar moment of green truth is imminent in the United Kingdom. There the government has required the CMA to advise it on how competition and consumer law can support net zero goals. Following a public consultation, the CMA is expected to report in early 2022 and we believe will propose significant changes to the laws. Well, you know, Dan, Danny, by beyond Europe, there's not a lot of warming to seeing sustainability as a competition law issue. I mean, well, you know, the, the new U.S. antitrust agency leadership under the Biden administration has signaled a new holistic and interdisciplinary approach to antitrust enforcement, certainly with a focus on social welfare considerations. They have not clearly detailed how other sustainability considerations fit into a competition law framework. And frankly, sustainability has received very little attention elsewhere, um, such as in China, while Brazil's authority has expressly ruled out incorporating sustainability issues into its competition law analysis.